welcome back. This is Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. But we're here together. As usual. From our fun times on the wrong day. Yeah. This is attempt number two out of recording. Yes. New topic. New day. New yeah. friends. <laughs> Fewer bones. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's all it takes good. takes a second. All right. Um, if this is your first time with us, welcome. This is our sibling podcast and uh, YouTube channel, technically, uh, about life with chronic illness and invisible conditions. Yep. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Podbean. Amazon Music is yep. a big one that we don't plug enough. Oh, yeah. But we're on Amazon Music. Um, but not Apple. We don't do Apple. Nope. They want us to pay them more money than we mm. have. Yeah, so. We don't have any money. Right. Because exactly. uh, y'all are slacking on that Venmo. Yeah, here's my $1,000, so. guys. Jeez. Um, we also have a TikTok account where we put the goofs. Yes. And we have a Discord for support. And it's full of wonderful people. Yeah. Who came up with a lot of our, our topics for today, even. They yes. Wanted, they, they suggested things and stuff was on their mind. So we're yeah. going to do it. So if you want support or you want to participate, we also try really hard to do Friday Lives. We're going to get better about putting up the time. Yeah, I think it's so going to be bi-weekly. Can, and then um, we'll... Yeah. So that people can participate. Because I know... We've missed a few people that want to participate and haven't been. And yeah. Just because we have been inconsistent and yeah, don't blame we're them. on the fly. We're like, live now. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> well, it was, we find out like an hour before. Yeah. Like, are we doing it? Do we both fill up for it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I come from work yeah. on Friday and I'm already like, oh, I've died. I don't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, we have that. And I think that's all of our plugging. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We also um, are working towards some other new things, exciting things. You can also check out our Wednesday episodes. That'll be where we have our um, interviews, our Many Voices yeah. series. Those are really cool. Um, and then if you are trying to catch up, season three and onward are great. <laughs> you can go all the way back to season one, but just, just know, know that those were baby steps. Yeah. It took us a while to get to a good we've, place. We've grown up. We glowed up. A little bit. Yeah. We're, we're still cool enough. Yeah, we're trying. You're bait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we talking about today? Um, which topic are we talking about? Yeah. We have, a, we have a quite a few. Them. So I think we were going to dive into this as like our main subject. Yep. So we're going to talk about the biopsychosocial connection between yourself and pain. Yep. And then little things that go with it. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll see where part two takes us. Yeah. But for now, we're going to try to do a weekly recap. Oh, yeah. We did one yesterday, but now I don't remember anything because brain fog. Mm -hmm. and, you know. So it's time for the sort of weekly recap. Kind of. Yay. <laughs> that made me very happy. Sorry. All right. You want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Okay. So this week was knee death. Bad knees. My knees hurt so bad I made a new character before we started recording called D-Bone Man, who just wants his bones gone. He he just, you know, people misconstrue him. He's just a, a friendly guy who wants no bones. We did like 15 minutes of skit work on this, so like, <laughs> he's pretty fleshed out. On the out. fly, it's great, yeah. Um, But my knees have been horrible, and all I've been doing is this. He sits cross-legged. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's... I also am like, I've thought of this this morning, and I love you, and you might disagree. Like, do you think the genes play a role in, like, cutting off circulation and making them angrier? Well, normally I wear my shorts. Cross? 
Oh, okay. I'm normally in my uh, gym shorts. Okay. Because I'm like, I know I can't cross my knees or I can't cross my legs when I'm in jeans because it will cut off all the circulation and make well, things and angry and pull things I'm a 90s this. kid, so my, my jeans are loose fit, like super yeah. loose. Ah, yes. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, normally I'm in my, my gym shorts, so like there's no constriction or anything. But yeah. it's like... They just don't want to be straight anymore, no. and then they don't want to be bent anymore, and they just don't want to be anymore. Right. Like, I think what happened was I dislocated it, both of them, mm-hmm. and didn't realize it. Like, they were sitting wrong for, like, three or four days. Well, because you guys ran um, oh, dude, yeah. D2 for a really long time. Yeah. And so you were kind of in place, mostly in place, mm-hmm. for, like, a day and a half. Yeah. We did a huge marathon, basically. Yeah. And then... Like, I left them out of place. I set them, and now they're, like, loose. Mm-hmm. So they want to be... It's like when you roll they your ankle. They want to be out. And it takes forever for your ankle to build back up that strength. And yeah. So I'm kind of there. That or surgery needs to happen. I'm you good know, with surgery. Surgery. Because I'm pretty sure that I've torn up a bunch of my uh Oh, my yeah. The, like, and, tendon and cartilage. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you're notorious for bone spurs. Oh, totally. So. That's my thing. I believe in them. Um... <laughs> spiked bones um so <laughs> what else did i do i did lots of detail with everybody mm-hmm. got to hang out with randy a bunch which was fun yeah I've, we haven't played a lot of games before so it's been great to get to hang out with him and his friends yeah which i've kind of stolen well I, well it's they nice stole me. like <laughs> they pulled me into their group yeah he came from this place of being like really isolated mm-hmm. um and then after like the head injury just that isolation was too much and then mm-hmm. he's been stuck at home because he can't drive right and uh and so he's like bored but also like all of these other things going on at the same time yeah so like bored and overwhelmed and under supported which is the worst and then building that support system over time over the last few months has been really incredible mm-hmm. and it's been so nice to have like other people surrounding us and him specifically yeah. so that's been really good yeah no i'm, I'm digging it more randy time he's not here today though i can't no. talk to him he was having a bad brain day mm. he woke up and was just like i nah. don't know exactly Words. brain <laughs> nope no brain it, it no work he's here in spirit though so everyone say hi to randy say hi randy good job <laughs> leave a comment yeah <laughs> do it comment on it and and say stuff to him that way he feels like he's included just- yeah, because he's our he's our team member now. Yeah, officially. Yeah, what he's else? been teaching us about organization. <laughs> yeah, well, he's very weird. He's sorting out our mess so that we can do <laughs> the things we want to do with it. Yeah. So, um, what else? What else? I swear there was something else Where's in my doc? my weekly recap. Um, was it even hmm. open? The episode. Oh yes. I waited, kind of to last minute. Well, and you had it, and then. I don't know you you say last minute but you had enough time to re-edit four times like yeah. three times i think right well that's the thing is i made it like a cut and i uploaded it on monday mm-hmm. and then i was like okay good and then i was gonna make thumbnails and stuff later yeah and i wanted to watch the episode so i listened to it found things i didn't like took it down edited it put it back up started watching it again found another thing i wanted to change took it down yeah. edited it put it back up and it takes forever. These are 4K videos. They're huge. Oh, my God. The upload is incredible. It takes like five hours to upload and then 10, 10 plus hours to process it. Mm-hmm. So I, like, I needed to get it up right away. But 
on Friday, right before it goes up, I, I had to make three new edits and mm-hmm. then put everything together. And then Jen came in and saved the day with her thumbnails again. Yay, Jen. We love Thank you. Thank you, Jen. Mwah. She's, a, she's on the team, too. Yes. Spouses only. No. We need people. If Everyone you're interested in helping. Anywhere. <laughs> you, could, you can send us an email. Fantasticpains <laughs> at gmail.com. Yes, indeed. And that was it for my week. Oh, sleep. How's sleep going? Oh, well, because of my knees, it's been really bad. Yeah. Like, I've been trying to sleep, but as soon as I curl up in a ball, like my comfy position. Oh, yeah. They start hurting and they just like slide out. Mm-hmm. And then I have to fix them, lay up on my back. And then they, they'll they start hyperextending in the bed. Yeah. Because I have like that really Gravity. soft mattress. So like, there's no comfortable position right now. Yeah. That's the worst thing is like when gravity hurts your joints, you yeah. know it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Not yeah. a fun time. So not, not, not great sleep. Mm. I slept last night. Good. That's why I'm all bright eyed and bushy tailed today. I was having very strange dreams last night. Oh, yeah. I just was dreaming very actively. So, but I woke up and I was like, okay, here we go. Oh, I was stealing in my dream yeah. last night. I think I had part of that. But that was like a tiny little snippet. Mm-hmm. And it's still that same. Like, so I have like a very developed dreamscape that most she's dreams got, take. She's place got the universe. Yeah. She's got an MCU of her head. Yeah, it's very strange. But I can't like walk through it all awake. Right. It's weird. My brain is broken. It's and like video people games. think I'm you crazy. You have a zone loaded. You have right. to stay you in the zone to... until the next dream. And then you load a different zone. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You gotta like discover the map. Um, my week. Hmm. Yeah. I'm back at work. We had the three day weekend, which mm-hmm. was nice. We definitely needed it. Oh, oh, she did ankles. So I did my oh, knees yeah. and she did her ankles this week. My, and it's been a few weeks. I swear if I could go back and watch all of my recaps, it's gotta be like week three? months. Oh yeah. It's like a month and a half at least. Maybe. I don't know. Time doesn't mean anything to me. So mm-hmm. I could be lying. I measure time in podcasts. Right. That's my my <laughs> podcast day. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. I'm mm-hmm. like, I wait for podcast and then I exist and then I wait for podcast. <laughs> but yes, my ankles are ruined, yeah. like absolutely awful, awful, awful ruined. Um, just constantly out, constantly out. And I can't fix them myself because that like the angle and the leverage i need right. is different and wrong and i can't mm. you need someone to be able to pull back yeah. and twist at the same time right and, and up and away and pull my heel too because yeah. my heel slides out to the side and it's awful and everything rotates and when it does that i will end up walking on like bone Ooh. and so i wind up feeling like the bone in like you know the pad right behind your big toe yeah right there and in my heel and so it just feels like walking on bone on both of those places it's great so both of my ankles are trash, my left one more so, um, so much so that we had a back to school night on Thursday mm-hmm. and I walked around on dislocated an- ankles like All the entire evening. night, got home at like seven, oh, <laughs> it's a very long day, like 11 hours. Um, and then from there, Randy was able to relocate them and then we immobilized them for the night because they were just so bad. And I was in so much pain. Um, and then the next day I woke up and before I even made it out the door, they were out. Again. Oh, yeah. And so I got up on the, so I wear like 
boots with uh, heels. Mm -hmm. Not a very big heel, like two, three inches, no. maybe. The, I don't know. Yeah. Two inches. Um, so not high, but it's enough to help me get on my toes. Yeah. Which helps me to control the ankle because otherwise the ankle just is sliding out from under me. Does the boot provide any support? Like mm -hmm. on ankle? Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Those are the shoes to wear. Yes, for now. But they're so bad. They're so bad. And everything in the foot is dislocated. It's just like a bag of bones. Oh, yeah. It's gross. Nothing's where it should be. So I want them gone. I'm selling my feet. Again. Any takers. I will cut them off butcher style. Like, come get them. <laughs> I don't want them anymore. <laughs> I Same. hate them. I don't want knees. Yeah. So if you need knees and ankles. Slightly worn. Fantastic body part shop. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> she had a thought. <laughs> she tried to roll with it. <laughs> well, it went, I went to Henry the Handsome Butcher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else was this week? What else was this week? Um, I don't know. Not a whole lot. No, it wasn't super eventful. No. There's just a lot, like, fatigue. Mm -hmm. Oh, the weather. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. was the, like, really big, yucky one, was just dealing with the storms coming yeah. in. And then every day people are like, it's not supposed to rain. It's not supposed to rain. It's not supposed to rain. Lo and behold, in the evening, it's raining. Mm-hmm. Because I knew it. Yeah, you can feel that shit. And I can feel it two days ahead, and then I feel it. And the whole time until it's sucked out again, which mm -hmm. is miserable. Well, I could talk about uh, real quick yesterday mm -hmm. why we had to stop recording. Oh yeah, because yesterday was part of the week. Yay. So we we started doing an episode on weather, mm -hmm. which we'll eventually get to. We just I wasn't feeling it today, um, and I was just out of it. Like I was halfway halfway through, mm -hmm. I got like super overwhelmed. With like emotions that I don't know, like what triggered it. Yeah, it was really weird. Like I was yawning, and then like I started to tear up from yawning, and then I was like uh -huh. actually gonna cry. And then your body was like, "Oh, it's the time, right? <laughs> time for all the emotions to come out." I was like, "Why? <laughs> Why?" And it was all day. Like it, it was up until I fell asleep at like two in the morning. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, not a good one. I was like, Jen, I need I need you to sit next to me. And just sit. Just be there. Just be right but there. But don't touch me. But why aren't you touching me? Yeah. It was well, one of those. It's the same thing I do with like my friend group where I'm like, be soft with me, but don't actually. Yeah. Because I can't. Right. I don't know how to accept that. Mm -hmm. But I need it. But no. But no. But come on. Right. You're doing no. it wrong. Do it right. Just do it right. <laughs> just, I don't know. <laughs> Someone knock me out and take loving care of me then. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, no, I get that. Like a roller coaster. Just super. And it was like not depressed. Mm -hmm. It was sad. Yeah. You know, like when you're mourning something. Right. But I don't know what I was mourning. <laughs> well, and I've noticed it recently, too. I think the sads are coming in. Because mm. like, we talked about that. Yeah. Seasonal. <laughs> it is the time for the seasonal affective mm -hmm. time. And I hate it. And I noticed it when the weather got cooler. Because I was like, oh, no, the sun is going to go away. Yep. And then I'm going to be sad forever because winter. And I hate it. Um, and we have two seasons in Colorado. Summer and winter. And that's it. You forgot. There's a third season. There's chaos in oh, between yeah. the two. Where it's summer and winter at the same time. Yes. It's snowing, but it's 70 degrees. Yeah. 
Ta-da. Uh, I love Colorado weather. It's just weird. I mean, I love the weather. I hate its effect. Yes. You know, like the having, impact of it is mm-hmm. just miserable. Um, but that was it. We, I had to call it halfway through. Randy was like, should we call it? And I was like, yeah, yeah we should. I'm glad he like spoke up. Yeah. He wasn't feeling good. And, and I don't notice because I push until I'm done doing a thing. Right, and right. You were, you were on. That's why and I, I can usually do that. Mm-hmm. Until the body's like leaking emotion, right. like I'm holding it in too much. <sighs> I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like bottling it up or mm-hmm. anything. I'm just. But we like everybody was on edge and cranky too. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Oh, and all of the kids at school all week were like, "I might have, might have a headache, yeah. and uh, my back hurts, and everything's horrible." And I was like, "Yeah, the storm is coming." <laughs> but you could see it in all the kids. And then I think it was Thursday. It was either Thursday or Friday. All of the kids were just drowsy because mm-hmm. that storm was coming in and it was so bad. Was I cranky yesterday? I don't think I was. I don't think we were cranky. Okay. It was not not so much like cranky, but like everybody was brain foggy, like foggy. Oh, yeah, you know, like, very You much know, like so. the Benadryl stage mm-hmm. where you're like, please stop oh, yeah, making yeah, yeah. me think. Where, like, you're overwhelming me. Yeah. 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 No, that so was that kind of cranky. That was the day. Yeah. So we, we're here now. Yes, back for fun times, but yeah, it was it was a week, mm-hmm. and then I, yeah, I left early on Friday because I wasn't feeling good, so I went home, and did a sleep or not a sleep, but like a a lay down, not a good sleep. Yeah, and then we did a live and we hung out for a little bit, but we didn't even do it for very long because no. again, everyone was feeling icky. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it was, was just weird. not a good week for like feeling good today today though yeah today's I, better I'm all, I'm all about today right well because the storm system got mm-hmm. it's all right sunny out, out now and, and now it's beautiful and cool and sunny and it's nice mm-hmm. i like it um but yeah so it was a week it was fun times uh not a whole lot happened mm-hmm. but i did assert that i needed to work from home on wednesday so oh good i was gonna Ooh. ask you about that because i need i need that like because i lose stamina thursday Right. And then the rest of the week is just absolutely awful. Well, it makes sense, too. Two days in, break, two days out. Right. Know, like... Yeah. Well, and let, let me get some paperwork done without children in my room all the time. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think we can move on then. Yay. Sweet. It's time for We're the regular it. showcase. <laughs> <laughs> Into the real conversations. The deep cut. <laughs> the, d- <laughs> the deep conversations. The deep conversations. Time to get deep. All right. So we're talking biopsychosocial paradigm of pain. And um, this actually came from an idea around like sex and intimacy. Yeah. And how chronic illness and chronic pain impact that. And like how we go on with our partners and how we experience it ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when we were looking for some information on it, the biopsychosocial model popped back up. And that was actually one of the models that was used in my um, pain group because mm. they talk about the biopsychosocial yeah. interactions. So bio referring to the biomechanical, so like your actual flesh, your flesh, your flesh, the be- the body, and then you have psycho, right, which is your mental, mm-hmm. how how you deal with it, yeah, and function, right, and like your beliefs and your thoughts and your yeah. values and all and of that. And then you have the social, which is yeah. the um, like social implications and social expectations. stressors. Yeah, yeah, expectations a huge one. Yeah, 
Like, I think expectation is one that, like, could be a thing all by itself. Yeah, no joke. But I really think that under this model, this is a good time to talk about expectations also. Yeah. Because it's hard. (laughs) And I've actually, I've been going through it recently with, like, and I've talked a couple times about that feeling of, like, oh, my God, life is so long. Mm -hmm. And then I finally, finally came to the realization, like, I sat down and cried on, like, Wednesday or something. Like, I got in my car and I was upset and I went home and I cried. Right. Because that happens sometimes. She's an adult. (laughs) I do that. I don't know. People say I'm avoidant of my emotions. No. No. She embraces them. No. I just do them in private. Thank you. Um. But yeah, no, I had a cry and then finally got to what I think was the bottom of that mm-hmm. and that like itch, Yeah, I guess, which is just like, I am sad. Like, I'm so sad that it is so hard Yeah, to be a person <laughs> and that it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's going to be hard. Well, that goes with, hard. with the um, kind of what, what Ruth said. Mm-hmm. Where, that I was really into it like oh yeah yeah how how do you feel good when you can't plan the future right like when when the future is just a chaotic question mark right like yeah well and then when you look at it and you look too closely you try to predict it mm-hmm. but your predictions are going to be on the downward slope right because you don't know but when we're feeling like we're getting worse, and I feel like that's where everybody is now, mm-hmm. um, because it seems like a lot of symptoms have popped up over the last year within our like sphere of people. Mm-hmm. So our friends on Discord and oh, yeah. um, all of us here um, in Colorado. Yeah. So. Quick side note. Hmm. For the Discord. Oh, yes. If you feel like we're abandoning you or that you're not a part of the group, you are a part of the group. Even if you've never typed anything, we still get excited when we see you online on Discord. Yes. I don't want anyone to feel like left out or that they can't participate. No, always. Because they're not part of the the main group that talks, but I'm I'm excited. Right. Every time I see someone on, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and he has to send them to me now because I have a new phone and I literally cannot download Discord. Yeah, it's not compatible with her phone. I don't know why. It's bizarre. Like it literally, it doesn't, it, it keeps telling me like the page is broken or yeah. something and I have updated everything and it will not let me. But every time we sit down and we go through discord and you even share things with me mm-hmm. when you're like, this is important and you need to see it. So <laughs> we're chronically ill and sometimes we don't reply to things a lot. Right. Um, I tried to react at least, Yeah, but we see you and we hear you and we are not only there for you but we are there like we're glad that you are there for us right. as well so <clears throat> you are valued you are important we love you and we care about you and for some of you we're glad you're back <laughs> subtle <laughs> we're glad you we are we are we we're super you. super yes. grateful that i just had to say it yeah it's Make important sure. yeah. we love you guys so join the discord if you, if you haven't already and just lurk or hang out and talk yeah it's great. There's some really just lovely humans. I say it every week, I think. Oh, yeah. But I can't say it enough to, like, fully encompass the absolute, I don't know, adoration I have for you guys. <laughs> yeah, they're very strong people. Yeah. It's, it's, it blows my mind. Right. Yeah. And it's so, f- like, to think about a year and a half ago and how isolated 
we really were or how we felt isolated we felt where we were like no we want to deal with this with morbid humor and laughing and really talking about the nitty-gritty and the experience Mm -hmm. and nobody seems to be in that space with us and then we created a space and it has blossomed with do you remember how scared we were of making a discord oh my god i was terrified I yeah. was like, this is going to be the end of everything. Yeah, we, we thought that we would start it, nobody would join, yeah. or that people would join just to, like, troll or yeah. ruin the good thing we had. Right. No. We were terrified of Discord, and it's turned out to be such a good thing. Yes. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. Back back to it. Psychosocial bio. <laughs> Psychosocial bio. Yeah. No, the biopsychosocial model mm-hmm. or paradigm of pain. Um, and this, this for me is like the importance of whole person care. Yeah. Because if you experience pain in these three different areas and these three different areas are impacting your pain, that like that to me talks about the importance of that wraparound support and not everybody gets that. And so it can be really difficult to like address all of those needs Mm -hmm through like pain management because you've had both right yeah yeah yeah. i've had good pain management and bad pain management (laughs) Mm -hmm. i had the ones where it's just take take all these opiates and call me in the morning when you're dead (laughs) or the one that what i'm doing now which is paired with uh psychology and therapists which is wonderful Mm -hmm. like i couldn't function without it yeah you know yeah that's my support team yeah well, and I'm doing kind of a blend, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, You're not just in pain management. Right. You have other stuff. Yeah. You still have a therapist and everything to reach out to, but yeah. it's just... Oh, and after I fell off, that was the other part of my recap, I finally made a doctor's appointment. Oh, good. So I'm going to talk to um, my PCP on Monday and see about all those referrals because I really want to get a surgery done in October. Like whether they want to do the shoulder next or they want to do the ankle. Cause I will, I will let them amputate it. I'm not even kidding. Like I, I'm not kidding. Take right. it off. I don't care. Um, but if I can get that set up, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. So after months and months and months of putting things off and not doing it and leaving referrals unfilled. Well, and you also had so like much going on. Track. So like now you're, you're getting to the bit where you can yeah. start focusing again. Right. Which is good. Right. Yeah. But again, like that biopsychosocial model. Wow, look at that. Yeah. So, how does that in like? Let's go back to planning because we were talking about yeah, yeah planning for the future or like anticipating the future. I guess mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple ways that that kind of happens, which is that first way of like we don't know what the future holds for us. Yeah. At all. Mm-mm. And you can't even expect it to be bad. Right. Because <laughs> you can have a good year. Yeah. Where the pain's not as bad and you're more active. Yeah. Or you could have a horrible year. Right. Yeah. It's so uh, unpredictable. Mm-hmm. It's chaos. Yes, very much. And there's Ow. just so many factors to it. Ooh, that just looked like you whacked yourself. It did. <laughs> because you did? I did. Maui. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of factors in, because there is, there's that like movement factor, mm-hmm. which we know, Ellers Danlos, the more you are moving, the better. Mm-hmm. 
just in general like if you can stay in motion <laughs> stay active yep. um but there are times where like injuries prevent that yeah so for me right now like when for you right now <laughs> the legs are not working great nope and they haven't for a while actually because we've done both hips in the last what two, two years. years yeah that's a lot Ooh. wow mm -hmm. yeah so we've both had two years of surgeries and recoveries and pain from other things that are now angry well, i mean just on hips i mean we've done so many surgeries yeah that, i'm sure that set us back a lot yeah because like my weight gain increased when i mm -hmm. had my surgeries because i mm -hmm. couldn't do anything yeah you know my first one wasn't bad because i, I there was no nerve block right you didn't lose and function. i was yeah exactly i was up and moving right away and everything mm -hmm. was fine and dandy and the right recovery was really good the left i did gain i didn't i gained like 10 pounds ish um with the left so i was like 150 something mm -hmm. by the end of it and then finally when it, i was able to be more active i could bring that back down yeah but yeah there's a lot of interruptions to activity yeah and then my trainer is on maternity leave <laughs> great you love it yeah i love to see it and i'm so fatigued that standing up is really hard and nauseating yeah and that makes things really hard and so movement is tricky and some years are different and some years are better than others yeah and interventions happen in between and well here's the thing like it's different if, if, if let's let's see say i'm planning the future right mm -hmm. like right now like jen needed me to do stuff like like if if we needed me to work yeah the first thought is like what job could i do without hurting myself mm. so you're already like trying you're fighting yourself already yeah that makes sense like yeah. you're like well can't do i can't stand for hours i can't sit for hours i can't you're limiting yourself in your head because you're just making assumptions on yeah because i mean yeah. you have to right well there's that like you, you have to be aware of your limitations right in a way but our limitations are so random exactly like i i could probably work for just fine for a couple of weeks and then just yeah totally die it's like a stamina thing mm -hmm. too because like if we don't get the appropriate recharge in between those bursts of energy mm -hmm. the fatigue just piles up and piles up and piles up and piles up and then becomes burnout yeah well and then and i don't have my superpower anymore of chronic manic uh, mania <laughs> yeah my mania is under control so like yeah that used to be how i would get through work mm -hmm. is i'd have to be manic yeah and like super like it, i was like coked out <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> by I your own like, body yeah. right i'm like oh, i gotta by keep moving gotta, gotta go i was talking fast all the time sweating like a like a crazy person yeah i, I must have looked horrible but that's <laughs> i would get coffee. to that point where i'd have to do that to, to to function yeah so like that alone like work i don't know mm -hmm. i want to i want to make this into a thing yes where, where the podcast can support or at least bring some help yeah you know well and we're we're making steps to do that mm -hmm. which is exciting and also terrifying yeah yeah so it's coming it's coming along yeah but and i mean it's it so seems, uncertain to me it'd be is. the only thing i could do right now yeah you know because it it works on my schedule i love doing it which helps mm -hmm. like i love it to bits um it's and a baby i just i could not i i used to be an it like i used to work for um 
a RAM manufacturer. I did mm -hmm. RAM testing of new modules. I loved that. Yeah. Could I got burned out. I had mono flare up. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't. I it remember was, when they thought it was mono. That was so weird. It was not mono. It was EDS. Yeah. I got hit with fatigue and I couldn't stand that long and all day because it was literally eight to six stand. No sit. Stand and, you know, you're always checking oh, all these different gosh. motherboards all day long. And yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot, a lot. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then I did like repair stuff and mm -hmm. I, I still could do repair stuff, I think, mm -hmm. if I had a really like if I was part time. Right. It would have to be like on your schedule. You mm -hmm. would take like clients or something right. or contract in for something. Exactly. Well, and we've talked about like you coming in contracting for work before. Oh, yeah. I would absolutely do that. Yeah. Like so help helping kids set up podcasts and learn how to do media yeah. and stuff. See that? I love that. It wouldn't feel yeah. like a drain. I well, would... and that would be good because it really would be like you come in once a week or yeah. a couple times a week and do it. Um, and so it wouldn't be this like huge heavy commitment which would be really nice mm -hmm. there's just steps and i get to work with kids because yeah. i used to i used to i love working with kids i yeah. was i was planning on being a teacher at one really? point yeah oh i didn't know that like coming out of um my my freshman year of college i was thinking about it because oh, cool. i love i love working with children mm -hmm. like they make sense to me yes little humans yeah easy even up to teenagers like yep. Well, because their motivation does, it makes sense mm -hmm. because we have gone through all of that trauma motivation before right. and we've gone through all of that trying to figure it out and puzzle through it and collect information phases of life. Yep. And so but I even told my kids this week, I was like, I, th I think I think I was irritated with somebody and the kids were like, what's going on? Is it like, are you OK? Do you want me to leave? And I was like, no, you're fine. Like, y'all can stay in here. Mm -hmm. I can like hang out with you guys day in day out even when you're being little shits it's fine right adults are hard <laughs> yes sir kids are easy they make yes, sense sir. adults are hard <laughs> but yeah like because i used to do um i was an instructor for sailing school yeah and i loved it man that was and you were good at it yeah kids loved you you were a favorite i was the favorite, the favorite. <laughs> yes but yeah like if i could do something like that but that's yeah. it's like i i I wouldn't let myself plan that far ahead into things because yeah. I just don't know. That's self-limiting. Right. Piece. And it feels like I, yeah. I couldn't do something nice for myself because of it. That makes sense. Like getting a part-time job would help me with my self-worth. I'd be more active. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't feel like a burden, mm. but I, I just don't open myself up to that option because I'm like, well, I'm physically just ruined. Okay. So, well, and so the video that we watched talked about that, like, and that's that like psycho piece of it, mm -hmm. right? That self-limiting piece yeah. where, what did he say? That even thinking about or anticipating yeah, your body instances reacts. of pain, your body will prep for it in a way that's like <clears throat> dump more cortisol into yeah, the Yeah, stress mix. hormones. Yeah, um, you, what is it, the vasovagal constriction? Yep. And then... Uh, shallow breathing yeah yeah your like, heart rate increases yeah your body gets ready just for from it to making be a upset plan. like you're thinking about making a plan you're like yeah. next week i'm gonna do blank and just thinking about it your body's like nope mm -mm, mm, no and you feel mm -hmm. like crap and then you're like instantly like well i don't feel good now i'm not gonna feel good yeah. then which is so funny to like 
add to the, you know, like the retro view. Oh, yeah. Where you're like, okay, so <laughs> before I learned how to communicate and actually like really get my needs met the mm -hmm. way I needed to get my needs met, um, I was just an asshole when it came down to things that caused me pain or mm -hmm. like I didn't want to do or I was tired and couldn't communicate and whatever, whatever. Yeah. And so it's funny now because your body starts to go into fight and fight or flight anticipating those things. Yeah. And it was always in the like getting ready process mm -hmm. that I was just, I became like, you just escalate and escalate and escalate. And so I would get like angry and snippy and that's that's my like beginning of fight or flight yeah is that's the defensive phase right there and that makes perfect sense now because mm -hmm. i'm like this is gonna it's suck physical reaction i don't want to do this you have to this just make a hurt. plan yeah. yeah that's ridiculous yeah it makes so much sense though right there because i've had so many plans that i'm like i don't want to do that mm -hmm. it feels gross like because you're already feeling it yeah well and it's funny because now I don't make plans. Like I don't plan ahead if I can help it. Yeah. Sometimes I like there is a day or a plan that's coming up and they're like, you can come if you want to. Are you right. having like a neuro? Yeah. Ugh. Itchy. Mm hmm. That's what's going on. It's a hair, but not a hair. Well, yeah. I thought maybe I was NCASM, but I'm not. Mm. So. Well, you might be. You have like a singular little. Oh, yeah. I might be starting up. <laughs> I had that the other day. I had two hives. Just two for no reason because, oh, well. I had a point and I lost it. I had a really um, good point. Oh, yeah. It. Getting, like, prepping for that. Mm -hmm. And, like, the self-limiting of it. And what's the other piece that I was trying to come to? Dang it. Well, you're saying retrospectively. You were looking at yeah. things and it was making sense. Right. And then you were saying that it, was, it makes perfect sense. And then, oh, the anticipation mm -hmm. of pain. Oh, yeah. So it's like those stories where we hear about people who like the man who put a nail through his boot and was in horrible, horrible pain until they got the boot off and it had not touched his foot. Right. At all. Like he was totally fine. Yeah. So we know that anticipation of pain and you see it with like the babies, right? Yeah. Those funny like, oh, no. And the baby starts to cry because... Like something clearly has happened to me. Mm -hmm. Oh no, now we're in pain or whatever. So the brain is a funny thing and it does this like both ways exchange mm -hmm. with the body. Oh, absolutely. And we only generally think about the one way exchange of input goes to the brain. Right, not. Instead of the brain. Oh, I remember sends what I was going to say. Do you think it's part of mood based learning? Yes. Like oh, yeah. That's, it's uh, just a trigger in that. Mm -hmm. You you are anticipating it because you know, in past experiences that doing thing, yeah, was not fun. Okay. Oh yeah, because as humans, we're tr like our brain wants to look for patterns. Yeah. And so, and especially when it comes to pain, because obviously you're programmed to try to avoid pain, right? Right. So if you're not like consciously thinking about, like mitigating that factor, I guess your brain's like let's avoid the painful thing and so it'll remind you that no that sucked and that was painful and here's this like icky piece that comes along with it and then it's it's that self-fulfilling prophecy right that's i think what i was trying to get to but yeah it is it's this two-way <clears throat> exchange oh yes 
I think it is break time. Yeah? Yes. Yes. Yeah, right on the dot. Oh, we're so good. Look at us go. All right. So we will explore, I think, the social aspect when we come back. Yeah. Of biopsychosocial. Are we going to get into the awkward sex talk? I think we can. I am. I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm not. Awkward. What is awkward? (laughs) I know. What is awkward when you've decided to be loud about everything? Mm -hmm. When I'm like, I have spasms that pull my vagina all the way to the left and it hurts (laughs) horrendously and puts me on my knees. Yeah. There you go. You're Uh, welcome. I love you. Yeah. It's like. Even in the beginning, we we've been trying, we've been working our way up to this. Yeah, we just never found the right time. Like it didn't yeah. feel right. But we were like, we we need to have like a, an episode about intimacy and sex at some point. Yeah, we we're like, it, it's something that we all like experience, mm-hmm. and it's like socially, we're trying to be quiet about these things. But why? Right. Get loud. Show everybody what's going on. It's just so. funny because I remember on like week three of us doing this. We were sitting outside and we're like, we should get to that. Yeah. And we were, this is the phase where we were still afraid to share opinions on things. Yeah. Like, like, we're like, we're going to get instantly canceled. Mm-hmm. We were, we were like on edge about yeah. every subject. So oh, I'm just happy that we can, we can get there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. What do you need to do, friends? You should know. Hopefully, if you're new here, you need to drink some water. You need to have a snack yes. because you are a snack. Obligatory snack time. Mm hmm. There you go. Take your meds if you forgot. Yes. Um, take a break if you are able to. Um, or plan ones for soon. Yeah. It's okay to take a break. Yeah. It doesn't have to be forever. That was always my thing. If I stop, I'm going to have to stop forever. Right now. Just but a little bit. You can take a break. It's okay. What else? Oh, yeah. do something nice for yourself. Yes. I mean, if you've been wanting something, maybe you splurge on it today. Yeah. Maybe this is the sign you were waiting for. You want ice cream for dinner? totally acceptable yeah i might do the same so i did that last night oh, okay no. i ate dinner and then i had a pint of ice cream in bed yeah good call yeah <laughs> and then go outside yes go see some sunlight if, if and yeah wherever you can um because the sads are coming friends and just know that we we care about you yeah we see you you're valid you're not making this shit up because if you do it in your private life you're not doing it for Attention, Anyone? No. Yeah, it's not no. an attention thing. Mm-mm. No. We believe you, and you like this is your experience and your truth. Mm-hmm. So, live it and hold on to it, and don't let anyone take it away from you. Yeah, and join the Discord and let yeah. us know what you think. All right. Just about anything. Leave us a comment. Oh, true. Yes, on the YouTube's. Um. And then I guess that's it. We got mm-hmm. we got through it all. So we're going to go take a break and do some of those self-care things. And we will be right back. Bye. Fantastic Pains now has merch. I know we've been promising it for a while, but it is here. Um, you can find our stuff at fantastic-pains.creator-spring.com. We have t-shirts, hoodies, leggings, wine coolers i guess you can call them and my very favorite backpack so take a minute go check us out welcome back how was your break ours was really nice yeah did you do the things i got to hug somebody for like five minutes it was great oh, it was very it was, it was gross you should have been there <laughs> it was gross you should have been there 
<laughs> we also have a guest in the background. Yes. Our producer for the day, our stand-in producer. Yes. Say hi, stand-in producer. Hi, stand-in producer. That's Jen, everyone. <laughs> Golf clap. Yay. Yay. Jen's going to hang with us for the awkward stuff. Yeah, because I need her to help me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Give you strength. Yeah, well, and I... <laughs> I don't know. Our, our relationship's a lot different than most, yeah. so it'll be interesting. Well, and that, I think, makes it more interesting to talk about because yeah. they are so different in, like, well, and everybody's is different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, your drive and mm-hmm. your needs and how much you like being around other humans. Yeah, that's true. So that makes a difference. So we're talking about sex and intimacy, mm-hmm. but we're looking at it through the lens of the biopsychosocial um, paradigm. Of paradigm. Pain. Yes. Yeah. So within the social aspect is those like friendships, relationships, intimacies, social pressures mm-hmm. in general. Um, and even like your perceived expectations. Yeah. So what you perceive other people expect from you, which can be hugely like, I don't know, like it's, it's, it's pressure. Right? right. Yeah. So diving into this. So the social model of pain I think is he didn't really discuss that that much. Mm-mm. It was more the like impacts that pain has on your social life. Right. Rather Not than like social what society has to do with. Exactly. Yeah. So I think we come up against this a lot and we saw it a lot when I was in the pain group. Right. Mm-hmm. Where they talked about like um, feeling left behind by friends. Oh, yeah. Was a big one or um, feeling generally left out because you perceive yourself unable to participate Mm -hmm. and i think that can be that goes along with that like self-limiting part oh totally where yeah it is it's a self-fulfilling prophecy so if you believe that you are unable you're unable unable yeah yeah. um but if you give yourself some grace within it i think you do better overall yeah but this gets really interesting when we talk about like sex and intimacy with chronic pain or chronic illness in yeah general. well it, man it changes everything yeah like my god even even like chemically mm-hmm. my whole body's been changed yeah like because my testosterone production dropped right. when i was like 28 mm-hmm. because my thyroid doesn't believe in it right so it's like you're not getting chemicals anymore you don't need hormones you want hormones no <laughs> so like even even just being like chronically ill with EDS has killed my sex drive in that sense. Like mm-hmm. there's no test, like not as much testosterone. So I don't have like the drive. Yeah. The crazy drive. Right. Right. Plus I'm in my thirties. Like it mellows out anyways. Yeah. I think. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. For me, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's just different. Cause you have like different paradigms, different like relationship types Mm -hmm. i think as well and like your dynamics are going to be different yeah from person to person so it's hard to talk about this as a whole which is why i hate when people are like oh self-help book about like being chronically ill and having sex and intimacy because you're like you can't those bother me on like a personal level because it feels like like you can't speak for me right and it bothers me that people who are close to me think that you can speak for me yeah, like when they read it and then they come at you with what they think they've learned. Right. And, and you're like, that you're you. really way off base, Like, yeah, buddy. that's not how that works for me. It's different. No. Yeah. And it is. It's totally different. Because, again, 
a lot of what's out there is like chronic pain or like I don't even know like the caretaker status right changes um but again like chronic pain traditionally has been thought of as that like that one pain yeah not like what we have exactly where it's different day to day Mm -hmm. and it's different even like hour to hour sometimes yeah so pain is not always like a super huge aspect in that Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different things that go on and like you said like hormonally that can be affected oh yeah and your energy levels can be affected energy levels are affected thank you yeah are for sure absolutely yes much affected um but i'm trying to think like what other things kind of play into that and i think we could go through the the each one yeah specifically start like bio and then work over okay as far as like sex yeah yeah okay so bio would be that like sex drive part right Right. and like what's impacting that drive Mm -hmm. within the body itself and so i know for you like hormonally that's a big piece Mm -hmm. Well, like, I used to have, a, like, insane sex drive when I was in my 20s. Yeah. Like, and it's interesting, too, because Jen and I waited till we got married almost before mm-hmm. we had sex. Like, we waited five years. That's crazy. Because, you know, she wasn't ready. Yeah. It wasn't even a big deal. Right. Um, But in my late 20s, I, like, started to lose the drive. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I was starting to degrade. <laughs> yeah. So, like, now I have to, like, if I want to have sex, it has to be on a good day where, like, my yeah. hips don't hurt. My back doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't have, I have to have energy. Because, yeah. you know, I have to be in the right mood anyways. Yeah. And it's so hard when you're distracted by being in pain. Yes. Or trying to just cope with life. Right. <laughs> you're sitting there, you're like, not not now. Thankfully, Jen Jen is ace. So I don't have, like, pressure yeah. on me. Like, the expectation isn't there. It's like, how do I put it? How do I put it, Jen? We're content with or without. Yeah. Uh, I often forget about sex. Yeah. <clears throat> Existing. Yeah. Uh. So there's also not the added like concern of, well, are they going out and getting into me somewhere right. else? Yeah. Are they having that need fulfilled? Yeah. I'm cool. Right. So it takes the pressure off. But what? What was that like before? Because before you guys came to like was there ever almost not necessarily pressure but like feeling almost neglected on your end um and Did for a bit there that? was yeah okay but then i was able to break it down with jen like so there was a, a bit and it's just explicit communication really yeah like where i was starting to feel that way um it was like when she, she was working out of state yeah. a bunch um and i was like i'd never see her anyways mm-hmm and so I'd have to, like, get my time with her and, like... Make the most of it. Right, bit, exactly. Yeah. Um, but we, we we talked through it. Yeah. Like, I was just open about it. I was like, I feel like you are doing, like, ignoring me on purpose is what I thought. Oh, okay. I was like, I didn't think she was cheating on me or anything. But, yeah. like, like, maybe I did something wrong. But we, we worked it out. We figured out that she's just not a sexual being. Right. <laughs> right? Like, she's, it, it doesn't occur to her. Yeah. So th- this is the interesting part, the social aspect of it, because we did. I mean, we have kids and she's had a, a tube legation, so mm-hmm. she can't have more kids. Yeah. But there was pressure. Like the first time we ever fooled around or anything was basically just social pressure. 
Right. Neither right. of us were ready. Yeah. And we just felt like it was what we were supposed to do. Because mm-hmm. we were in a house surrounded by other like horny teenagers and you know what I mean? Like Yeah, like it's just hollow or performative almost. Exactly. Yeah. Like like it's just expected <clears throat> of you. Yeah. So I mean that was not not great for uh development, I'm sure, but And I had already been feeling like an imposter at that point because Ace wasn't really a thing when we were teenagers. Like yeah. nobody knew. Yeah. And my mom noticed that <clears throat> she just thought I was repressing sexual trauma. Mm-hmm. And so okay. I, we would constantly have those kinds of conversations. And that was really uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially with how active my sister was. Uh, I just figured I was broken and tried to fake it yeah yeah i mean we i mean years later we talked about like the first time we messed around and we're like yeah that was really weird in hindsight right like what the fuck were we thinking (laughs) what this wasn't for us this wasn't like oh hey i love you i'm in the mood to like do stuff yeah it was just guess we have to now yeah like i don't know it was weird and then as i got older it got harder to like I would just power through, you know what I mean? Oh, pretend yeah. like I wasn't broken because I didn't have a, a diagnosis. Yeah. So like, I would force myself to have sex, like and it I'm would supposed hurt. to. Yeah. I would I would like really fuck myself up for the night, and like the next day, and mm-hmm. it was annoying as shit because <laughs> I felt like inadequate. Yeah. Like I was doing something wrong because I I just couldn't do what was expected, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't. Right. You know I had but, my like, own like that social pressure on you as man yeah exactly so i mean now it's fine yeah (laughs) we i mean john and i've talked about it like it's not not an issue at all i mean it it was for a bit right like i said we just talked it is it's interesting when you like grow together through that relationship yeah um and again that explicit communication plays a huge huge role in that yeah yeah because for me i don't know we had Probably an above average sex life for a long, long time. And then for me, it was the fatigue that really started playing a role in that going downhill because it was this like major expenditure of energy. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just an expenditure of energy. It was like I had expectations on me to interact a certain way. Right. And like that performative piece. Right. And even though it's not necessarily pressure from your spouse and your partner, it is. It's that, like, programmed pressure that's, like, you are supposed to behave this way. Yeah. You are supposed to respond this way. Right. There's, like, a formula. Exactly. And you need to do it properly. Right. Right. Backed up and reinforced by the toxic purity culture that we were raised in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, exactly. Well, and (laughs) at that point, because we were... 16 when we got together so of course we had our like breed like rabbits moment Mm -hmm. in high school um but even after that it started to the the more things that were involved in life the less we kind of interacted that way right and we did lose we did wind up losing some of the intimacy in the process and we had to kind of go back and rebuild that 
um, as we went. But generally, when we were able to have more conversations, there there have been a lot of conversations around it because it's a different role, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I know it's different when there's like that caretaker aspect involved also. Um, but I have avoided that like tooth and claw right up to this point and so that was never like a problem for me so it was like anything else like if i was gonna do it i was gonna like power through and then it would be fine exactly but then it became like i said like this expenditure of energy that i just didn't have right and i was like okay i could do this or i could conserve the energy right and it was emotional energy to put forth also especially when you're like no, that hurts. Did it ever like, put like a strain hurts. on your relationship yeah. when you're like, you were like, I can't. Yeah. Like, well, cause it was, it wasn't always clear the reasoning behind. Uh, um, and then we went through a phase where like, like it really shook him that sex was painful. Yeah. Um, because obviously he didn't want to cause me pain, mm-hmm. but I was like, dude, everything causes me pain. Right. Like being alive is painful. I've had that same conversation. It's fine. <laughs> not, not as bad. Jen's like, you okay? You, you sure? Like you're fucked up today. And right. I'd be like, no, it's good. Let's do this. Yeah. And then I die. <laughs> you're like, I did it though. Woo. Yay. Yeah. Goals. So, I mean, it wasn't even so much the pain that was the problem. Right. It was a lot of the like fatigue and then i think depression was another aspect that was like the mental when i came home from work i just turn off Mm -hmm. and that was it and then anything that required me to turn back on i would get an attitude about yeah it was hard and i didn't want to turn back on or like the timing was bad or like all of these factors played into it but it wound up coming across as though um like I wasn't interested in having sex with my partner. Right. And that's, that was never the case. It was never like, I don't want to have sex with you. It was more the fact of like, it became like most everything else Mm. where it's a, it became a task for a while. Right. And I mean that in not, not the sense that it was like a chore, but you know how eating is a task. Right. Like getting out of bed is a task. It's like, exactly. Everything in life gets broken down into those tasks. Mm -hmm. And so it was like task or no task yeah. or task or sleep. And then it was this like back and forth of it was hard to initiate. Yeah. Once it was initiated, it was fine for the most part, aside from like there were por- portions where it was like I felt like I had to behave a certain way or he felt like he had to be. Right. So there was like performances and we were like ships in the night passing each other. And so so close, but also performing different performances well, that kills the in our too. Heads. like you're exactly. not connecting exactly so like it just seems like um that's what the, like uh, empty yeah you know what i mean right we're like just separate like there was like an invisible wall there yeah yeah um but like in the last couple years we've rebuilt a lot of that like intimacy on its own which is um, important and communication has helped tremendously and so to get through and and it's hard when you are indirectly affecting someone else's feelings mm-hmm. not to say that you are responsible for their feelings and you're gonna right. hurt their feelings but it is an exchange right yeah. like it's still a circumstance that impacts your partner also mm-hmm. and so it was hard to feel 
responsible in that way and then be like oh should i just force it but then you're gonna know i'm forcing it and then it's gonna be a thing i've had those moments where general try to initiate because that it happens it's like you know she'll get in the mood and then i'm like i can't and it's like you know i I feel really shitty Mm -hmm. because she never does so i feel like obligated to but right i'm gonna correct that it's not that i like get the urge to it's that i i remember yeah and i try to initiate yeah 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 it's it's like an activity but even like it's just remembering it's like i'm missing out on like you know jen's doing something nice for you you. oh yeah you know that like finite resource thing mm -hmm. we went through that too where it was like okay if you're in the mood like we gotta jump on that because i don't know when it's gonna come around again or if i'm gonna miss it or right so that became a thing where it was like it's a finite resource Mm -hmm. and so any opportunity we like could get it in get it in but the more communication increased the better it was and the more i was able to explain you separated sex and intimacy from each other too right yeah like because a lot of people do that thing where they equated crave, as the yeah. same thing right where they crave intimacy and they're getting it only through sex right yeah and jen so, and i can cuddle for days yeah. very intimate just know like it, it it it's definitely what we need more in our relationship than sex yes just intimacy in general yeah well and i think that's true for most people is yeah. like but and it's hard because so, men are socialized in this like intimacy is not a thing right like Girls are socialized with like intimacy equals sex. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, right? And that's like a thing you owe your partner or you give to your partner. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's not an exchange. It's this like, okay, here's a body for you to like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that's horrible. Like being socialized that way is awful. And I missed out on a lot of that because we were so sheltered. Mm-hmm. But I also missed out on a lot of just general education around sex and intimacy and there were never any talks about it and i had to kind of discover what was what for myself Mm -hmm. and then i also had to learn to stop like future telling so instead of fortune telling and being like oh he kissed me he's gonna want oh yeah and then like no 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 i was able to like we, we had to have conversations around but you're able to like kind of separate the two and be like Mm -hmm. no the kiss is a kiss because we love each other right yeah that had to be its own thing and connecting had to be its own thing and having fun had to be its own thing like all of those things helped to build that intimacy and the more conversations we were able to have and the safer those conversations were the deeper that intimacy got right and then the easier sex became because it wasn't a pressure it wasn't a performance anymore. Right, exactly. It was It was like you guys were connecting and, mm-hmm. right, like, yeah, I get that. Like, it was something you were doing together mm-hmm. instead of, like, I'm going to have sex. No, we had we had no. that phase, too. Yeah. Because for the longest time, it was it was a formula. It was right. like, this is how society expects it to be. We're going to we're going to follow the formula. Uh-huh. And then both leave kind of half dissatisfied. Yeah. And like, OK, I feel weird about that now. Yeah. My mid 20s was really rough. <laughs> like that yeah i was putting a lot of pressure on myself 
because yes. her lack of interest was equated to me doing something wrong exactly and i would it just killed me for the longest time like oh, yeah. doing something wrong what was, right what am i and supposed like, to do I'm broken and yeah and at the same time like it hurts and i'm i don't have energy yeah. anyway mm-hmm. but once we figured out she was but you're ace, like you're like, supposed to want to right <clears throat> yeah once once we realized that she didn't need it and I wasn't letting her down. Mm-hmm. Everything was easy from then on. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. There's no pressure for me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the worst, the worst it gets is now I feel bad when I'm like, hey, you want to you want to fool around a little bit? Because <laughs> I feel like I'm taking time from her. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't want to bother you. But, <laughs> but okay, that. but being ace is it like a bother or is it like an activity that you're like, oh yeah, we could do that. Most of the time, it's the oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I'll express it if I'm like doing something and I'm like, eh. yeah, yeah. Like I said, we're we're explicit, right? Like, yeah, yeah. We are very good at communicating. Yeah, but you had to like build that trust to be yeah. able to say no and not try to predict exactly. the other person's reactions mm-hmm. or like I have to spare them this whatever. And try to like express it a different way so that they don't take it this way. Yeah. And so we had to like really get down and dirty and be like, all right, really explicit here. Like, hey, you want to have sex? No. Well, and it had to turn into like really being explicit. Yeah. Like, I would love to have sex with you, but yeah, these are the things that are impacting me right now. See, I'd be scared in doing that that I that at that point they were trying to fix everything. You know what I mean? We had to, we had to, I had to be really explicit about like. That would that'd be my fear. If, yeah. if it was like that, I'd be like, oh no, Jen's going to try and fix me so that I can't have sex with her. Cause I, you know, again, yeah. cause it's your failing somehow. Right. Right. But I don't get that. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like sex is so formulaic in the West, like, and it's so performative. Oh yeah. And it's performative in every way. Well, it has all this meaning to it that it doesn't need to be there. Yeah. Like, your relationship's not healthy unless you're having sex all the time. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're being intimate and communicating. And then it becomes like, how do I make my partner want to have sex with me? Right. And you're like, that's not how that works that's either. A, that's a really, yeah, that's a heavy thought. <laughs> to be like, yeah. I'm going to make them want me. Right. But what the fuck? Or like, what do I have to fix in order for them to do blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, because it, it, it is so personalizing, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you are, it's it's a different form of rejection that I think, especially men are not socialized to know how to take. Right. Except for super casually with strangers. Right. <laughs> right. You're like, shoot your shot, miss, shoot your shot, miss. But when you have that like thing there and society's like, no, you should be able to have it whenever you want. Mm-hmm. I think I think that that's where a lot of people kind of they lose the intimate factors. Yeah. And then that formulaic performative thing becomes this thing that's like literally killing your relationship. Right. It becomes like the problem is intimacy, mm-hmm. but the focus is on sex. Yes. Which is just. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Like once you've built that intimacy, sex follows. Right. And then when you're not having sex, it's not you're, you're not like spinning it in your head. Right. And spiraling into like <laughs> really awful dark places. Right. Right. Because you're like, no, the intimacy is still there. I'm still connected to this person. Even if like 
we didn't have sex because something got in the way. Right. Or we didn't have sex because you didn't feel like it. Or we didn't have sex because I didn't feel like it. Like, And then all of those things are okay. And they don't have to mean anything. Right. Well, and if you're not communicating it, you're going to put so much meaning into everything. Right. Overanalyze it. Right. And then you're like, I know what my partner's thinking. You're like, no, you no, don't. You, don't. you haven't checked in with them. Mm -mm. You're just make, making assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. So really explicit communication. <laughs> always. Yes. It always comes back to explicit communication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, sex and intimacy are very different. Yeah. Especially with a disability. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, well, like I said, intimacy is different with a disability. Yeah. I think, because like I like, I think we've said it before where like being in pain or witnessing someone in pain is a really intimate thing. Mm -hmm. There is a different kind of like discomfort right. in that where you're like, it's like watching someone give birth. <laughs> that's the closest I can get. It's so strange. I don't know why that's the like your go-to <laughs> equate in my brain that like, I don't know why, but it is, it's like a really intimate experience Yeah, and it's an intimate experience and it's a vulnerable experience to let someone else see you in pain. Right. And then to have them see you at your worst and the worse the illness or like the more impactful the illness, the more and the more different the vulnerabilities mm -hmm. are. Yeah. Well, imagine if, if you were sensitive about your disability anyways, right? Like mm -hmm. you're, you're already down on yourself because you have this problem that's not your cause. Like you yeah. didn't do anything. And then you have the, this pressure to perform and to, to, to be intimate with mm -hmm. someone just be close with someone when you're in pain yeah like you're forcing yourself right it's it's the worst kind of masking it's like yeah. fake intimacy yeah you know yeah well and then from there it becomes like Devolves. of course you avoid it yeah it's this massive like performance that hurts you in the end like and i mean not not just physically hurts you but like you leave that interaction feeling hollow mm -hmm. because it wasn't real <laughs> you were both doing something else right if you finish the like hanging out in, in cuddle time or something and you finish with oh that's over right like you're clearly not connecting Ooh, what There's if you're problem. skipping the cuddle time like yeah be physical with your partners outside of sex because that's how you're gonna help build trust that's why i dive tackle jen every thursday <laughs> dive tackle thursday is what we call it we go to the er every time <laughs> someone gets hurt it's usually me we don't know i'm not good at dive tackling we got a bet on it Sometimes. Yeah, who's gonna die? <laughs> the dead Deadpool. pool of <laughs> of cuddles. Yeah, the uh, dead pool of cuddles. Oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I keep wanting to try and relate it to, to to being chronically ill, but like these are struggles that everyone has. Yes, you know. Yeah, it's just we have a hurdle. Yeah. Well, and I think the chronically ill piece is, I think, especially when people have an established relationship and then something happens mm -hmm. and then like the, the dynamic change changes the dynamic shift i think is the hardest part in general mm -hmm. because if you're not intentional about redefining that dynamic you're like building distance right between each other and i know in a lot of cases it's that like caretaker piece where they're like oh they're not my wife or husband or whoever they just take care of me because they have to right and that is dangerous territory yeah that complicates things <clears throat> a lot 
yeah. unhealthy thought pattern. Right. Because you're like, oh, I'm a burden to them. Mm-hmm. Or like, they have to do this because we're married. Or they, they're not doing it out of love or care or... Right, you're sabotaging it. Yeah. Yeah. Because in, in you have in, like issues of your own right yeah. there. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Being chronically ill, I think the energy output is the really big one for me. Same. Anymore. Mm-hmm. Like... I'll still push past the physical stuff. Yeah. Because it's worth it. You know, like I love, I love connecting with her and having moments like that. Right. But if you don't have the energy, you don't have the energy. Yeah. Yeah. Fatigue is fatigue. Like we said, what, last week? Week before? I think it was two. two. It's an energy drain. Yeah. And it's just, it eats you up. Like Mm -hmm. there is nothing in the world like fatigue. I'll say it forever. There's nothing in the world that is so impactful as just fighting your body to stay conscious and aware and in motion when being awake physically hurts. Right. Like, you know, when you wake up and you're like, Oh my God, my chest hurts. Like all of me is just like imploding from being awake. Like I hate waking up. It's horrible. Like those moments, that fatigue is just so nasty yeah so you really you want to get to a point where you can you can be offered sex turn it down and no one gets hurt yes you know like i'm not feeling it today yeah is just i'm not feeling it today right. not you're bad i don't right. like you there's a problem you're here. horrible in bed <laughs> i am though. i've thought this for 30 years <laughs> i'm i'm the worst still don't understand what's going on dislocate your head i just disassociate and then <laughs> come back and like what's going Disrespect on your surroundings. <laughs> <laughs> turns out say- for years Jen and i have just been laying next to each other disassociating <laughs> like what did you guys do virtual reality yeah, it's like well we imagined oh, yeah. it pretty hard I think. maybe i wasn't there i wasn't there i was dead at the time <laughs> but let's see because so there's I think that and that social aspect plays into the psycho aspect, right? A lot. Because if you're trying to jump ahead three steps and predict your partner mm-hmm. or predict what you need to do or you have core beliefs about yourself because of these like different things. Yeah. There's that piece that your brain is like. And then, of course, like you start avoiding it because it becomes the source of right. anxiety. And that's not good. Mm-mm. You don't want that. Your partner doesn't want that. Mm-mm. And then the bio aspect, like, there's your fatigue and your yep. pain. And, like, if I'm feeling sick, that's another one. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm nauseous, the last thing I want oh, is Oh, yeah, sex. no. Like, please, God, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to vomit everywhere and it's not going to be pretty or sexy. Let's just not do that. <laughs> okay, so random, random side story has nothing to do with anything. Okay. Throwing up made me think of this thing that happened uh, years ago. Okay. Um, so I was sick and I was in bed and Jen was taking care of me. And she handed me NyQuil. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll take the NyQuil. I'll go to bed. She she starts to leave and she turns around and she says something so fucking off the wall. I spit NyQuil everywhere. <laughs> like I lost my shit. It was everywhere because it wasn't just put it was <laughs> i aerosolized it turned it into little particles green particles everywhere, everywhere. oh everything no. was sticky and i was just covered in night well green goo and she was very proud of place. herself because it was 
fucking hilarious. It was, <laughs> it was like. She's smiling over there like, mm-hmm, I did that. Jen. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, it was horrible for me. God, the aftermath. So, oh. oh, fabulous. Sorry, it just popped into my head. There and I was go. like, there's, well, there's a fun well, there story. there you go. Like, laugh with your partner. Yeah. Learn how to laugh with your person. Like, mm-hmm. if you are feeling either neglected or neglectful, mm-hmm. like, there's a sign that maybe you need to start working on that intimacy piece first. Right. Because the more secure you feel in a relationship and the less pressure you feel in a relationship, the easier those things come because there's no drastic consequence to the other person that you're trying to like head off. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it's a very multifaceted issue. And that's why I hate when like books try to go over it and they're like, Oh, here's the things that you need to do to do to do to do because it's subjective. Mm-hmm. Everybody's sex drive is different. Everybody's like orientation is different. So that plays a role there, friend. Mm-hmm. Um, security is different. Past experiences are different. Oh, yeah. Like trauma is a huge, huge factor. Yeah. And I'm not even like on both sides, not even just like. Are, are women no yeah <laughs> like it's everywhere mm-hmm. and socialization is not letting people talk about these things right which is a problem because we need to be talking about that i had a thought because i keep live i love bringing mood-based learning into everything but like imagine like you have to break the habit of turning sex into your mood stabilizer yes right like this is what I do when I'm upset mm-hmm. or this is what I do when I'm feeling angsty. Yeah. You need to like, Oh, Oh my God. So that's perfect because we, it took us a long time to realize, but we had been using sex since we were kids. Like right. anytime we had a fight, we knew we were okay again after yeah. we had had sex. Mm-hmm. And so anytime like you're feeling insecure in the relationship, it was like, let's have sex. Let's reestablish. So that I can reestablish. Dude, let's yeah. have sex to reestablish, reestablish. But that reestablished became like, let's every day I need to check to make sure we're okay. Yeah. And that's when we were like, well, and and it goes with your insecurity, right? Like the more, the more insecure you're feeling or, you know, Mm -hmm. because then you're like fulfilled for a moment and then you start second guessing that whole interaction. Yeah. And each like tiny little aspect. It's just we had a phase like that. It's a mess. Totally. I remember that we because we were we, we don't really fight mm-hmm. we just kind of have arguments and then that's it <laughs> but there there was a time <laughs> oh when we were when we were in the thick of it like we're talking like losing house oh like foreclosure i'm ill yeah we had no jobs everything was wrong you know like falling apart yeah. and then that was how i would make sure i was okay with jen yeah and it became that thing. It became, you know, that like I need check-in. to do this. Like you got, I got to make sure base. that we're okay. Yeah. 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 No, I'm glad I don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we talk. I love you, Jen. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Rude producer. Rude. It's well, funny. You never said I had to be nice. No, no, it's no. not your job to be nice. But it's funny, like how much our lives reflect each other in different ways, mm-hmm. in totally different, like circumstances too yeah like very similar circumstances in some ways but Mm -hmm. different in others like very different in others but once we came to that conclusion and we were like okay we got to break that habit yeah and like actually speak to one another to check in and touch base and 
really have conversations about like where we are in the world. And so he got really good at like, <laughs> because for a long time, it was just like, he would think, I don't even know how to explain it. It was like, he would already be jumping ahead mm -hmm. as if we'd had interactions. Oh, he would have had. like these interactions in his yes. head and then you get involved in it. Yeah. And you're like, and then where, I'm like where, where are we? What's happening? What is going on? What yeah. is that? Yeah. So that was happening for a while. And then I'm trying to think what else I was going to say. Words. Words and things. Words. Mouth in a mouth. <laughs> um, Rip it and dip it, Richard. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he got good at saying thoughts, like just being able to speak mm -hmm. and be like, I had a thought or I had a feeling about something, blah, blah, blah. But I was still so guarded right. because I was always careful with my responses to everything, everyone, all the time anyway. And so he had to call me out and be like, okay, so if I have to say everything, you have to you say have to. everything. You have to participate. And I was like, um, but can you handle what I'm going to say? Because my brain moves really quickly and sometimes it settles on really weird, just out of the blue stuff. Yeah. But once I felt safe enough, because it did, it felt unsafe because expressing myself historically, historically yeah, and with my growing up even mm -hmm. expressing myself was not acceptable and so you keep it to yourself and you're like fine 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 but i'm getting better at and i'm trying to overcome those like snap reactions oh yeah where you get where you're like oh nope shell up shell up shell up and you don't even realize you're doing it until you've done it <laughs> oh yeah no i like <laughs> like the other day when we shilled and i was like by the end of oh, yeah. asking for money, I'm like, it was so funny. Arms crossed, and we're both like, "Don't talk to me." So about that PayPal, <laughs> you know, we have a PayPal. <laughs> if you're interested, but if you're not, it's okay. Yeah, no, no worries. Yeah. We'll be okay. <laughs> but yes, so moral of the story: build intimacy, extract intimacy out of sex, like sex and intimacy. And don't be afraid to analyze yeah, it. Like, yeah. like if if you feel something's off, then think about it. Talk yeah. talk to your partner. Like, it's a group activity. Right. Like it's, it doesn't. It's not a rote exchange. Right. And you don't owe it to anybody. Right. And both of you have to like understand that piece mm -hmm. in order to move forward with that communication. Right. So. Yeah. Communicate explicitly. It's always the answer. Break it down. Talk about it establish rules of engagement for talking about it because mm -hmm. that's really what helped us was yeah. like we had we have one spot that we have like difficult conversations mm -hmm. and we have rules in that like and environment uh -huh. nice. and then we were able to start transferring some of those rules into practice nice. in like other spaces yeah yeah so, so you're kind of developing it as a tool all the time yeah but okay. if if we get squirrely we're like okay we got to go to our space <laughs> and well have it makes a sense because you both get defensive mm -hmm. Like not yeah. not as like a bad thing, but like when no, but a, we do when a like, subject comes up, like uh, right instead of I go, I'm in trouble, and he goes, Yeah, you're mad at me. Right, it's like you both go on alert. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm, I'm just plank. Yeah, and you're like, What did you want to talk about, sweetie? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but yeah, like create those rules of engagement and practice those skills when you're not in those like crisis head spaces mm -hmm. so that you can start transferring them into that mood-based learning. Right. Because it's hard. It's hard because once that mood-based learning kicks, like 
or those trauma responses kick in mm -hmm. or those like it's just habit like you have to very intentionally start dismantling it all guess oh, what sorry. friends it's time for men myths. bedtime but yeah also don't be afraid to say no it's okay to say no mm -hmm. and listen to your body yeah like a lot of it is know how you're feeling Mm -hmm. and and don't overdo it right don't, it's not worth right. it right it's not a performance right and don't feel limited either i mean mm. like I, I feel bad for people who have really bad like eds or like some of the more severe chronic illnesses mm -hmm. where like it affects everything yeah and they still have that need but you know what i mean yeah it's detrimental right yeah mm. and i mean like there are physical aspects but I don't think either of us like are super impacted mm -mm. and not in a way that like, I mean, we're impacted by the physical, but we don't, we don't acknowledge it. Right. <laughs> we're like, never mind. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. I'm busy. It's like Patella. It, it basically. It's fine. We'll imagine, fix it later. Imagine you're with a friend, right? Mm -hmm. And you're, you're having a conversation and then suddenly someone walks up and says something like, okay, goodbye. Time, time to go. <laughs> Just shoosh. Yeah, you're like shh i'm busy i have things to do now Goodbye. i'm busy you you wait and then afterwards you you uh relocate yeah this. you come back and they're like uh do you regret it <laughs> remember how bad you hurt do you shut up you're not my mom no i'm you your don't know my life <laughs> i'm your pain friend <laughs> What is it we said yesterday? Oh, it's it's ridiculous that your brain is allowed to like keep secrets from you. Oh, yeah. That's annoying. Secrets don't make friends brain. No. Yeah, because like I was feeling emotional yesterday and we couldn't figure out yeah. I didn't get triggered by anything. I wasn't it was just I was depressed and mm -hmm. sad. Yeah. Just cause because brain was like, Yep, no, we're here. Mm-hmm. Why? I was oh. in in sit by the window listening to sad boy music. <laughs> Dido's playing. <laughs> the rain is falling. Can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Dido was playing. Yes, on my sad boy list. Rude. I love you so much. You're calling me out. His tea has gone cold. My tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why. Karina is a bitch. <laughs> She's related to you. Me. Yeah. There you go. All right. You good? Yeah. We good? Yeah. You guys good? I think, we're good. I think we can call it. Well, of course, um, discuss it in the Discord. Let us know how we did or if there's anything yeah, you yeah. want us to kind of go back over. For sure. Um, it's not a subject we're going to like hide from. Yeah. And we can add it to like a list of things to discuss mm -hmm. in lives and stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Remember, we do talk in lives mm -hmm. and yes. we do planning and stuff. True facts. Oh, yes. So if you want to like be involved in episode creation, check out our uh, Discord and our lives. Mm -hmm. It's a good time. Even if you can't join the lives, you're still a welcome part of the community. And we love, love you. you. Jen's our community manager, basically. Mm -hmm. And she she loves all of you. Yes. Please don't feel like cut out. No, we, never. We don't want never, that. Never, 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 never. Especially you, Krieg. We love you. This is for you. Is yours Just forever. Krieg. It's just for Krieg. Krieg. No one else. Everyone else sit down. Go home. <laughs> We're going to have cake. Remember last week when I said it wasn't for you? It's not <laughs> for you anymore. <laughs> it's for you all. Yeah, sorry. And it's like, it's. I don't know. I feel like it's as much a product of the people that we've collected mm -hmm. as it is oh, yeah, like something we do. They've built it. Yeah. We just like, kind this of. This is yours as much as it's ours. Pointed people to the right direction. Yeah. We sit at a table and we talk. Like, 
about fun things. <laughs> Not awkward conversations. <laughs> Especially siblings. I was gonna say, like, we're just how like, many yeah, siblings sex? have that conversation just so candidly? Because like, <laughs> there's no shame. Yeah. Once you hit that point, you're like, what's shame? I don't know. Well, it was a decision, actually. Where mm-hmm. you're like, I have decided that I have felt enough shame in my life and I'm not going to do that to myself right. anymore. You hit the limit and yeah. then, meh, don't care like, anymore. No more shame. Bye bye. <laughs> See ya. Everything is not a secret now. Ha. <laughs> ha. <Ta-da>! Yes. <laughs> One year. Uh, yeah. Anyway. One year. Jen, Jen, it's, I'll explain later. Okay. My brain went straight to Bo Burnham five years. Oh. And I was five like, five ah. years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Leave us a comment, mm-hmm. a like. Share if you loved it or if you hated it. Oh. And uh, maybe subscribe. We also have a PayPal for donations. Um, He's going to try not to cross the fence. Fantastic Pains slash PayPal dot me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did it. And it goes, it's on the screen and in the description below. Yeah. Um, if you feel like donating, donate. If you don't, don't. Yeah. We could use it. It would help. If you want to buy us a coffee. We, Pretty yeah. much. That's where we're at. Like yeah. coffee money. I spent so much money on coffee. It's not even funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> Help oh. my wife not murder me. I paid yeah. for a studio. <laughs> I'll explain after. This is true facts. <laughs> All right, my loves. Thank you so much for coming along. I'm glad you were here. And um, yeah, let us know how we did in the yeah. comments, in the Discord, um, wherever, wherever. Give us a share. We always love to see new people mm-hmm. popping up. Yeah, if you know anyone who you think could benefit from this or one of our yeah. other episodes, share it. For before. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. In the meantime, be kind to you, be kind to others, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.